नारायण नमस्कृत्यारोतम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथा मुदीर नष्टुभद्रेशो निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तमा श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिकी रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो नंबर सिक्स चैप्टर नंबर वन टेक्स्ट नंबर एटीन प्रायश्चिता चीर्णा नारायण परान्मुख न निष्पुणती राजेन्द्र सुरा कुंभम इवापगा प्रायश्चिता चीर्णा नारायण परान्मुखम न निष्पुनती राजेन्द्र सुरा कुंभम इवापगा प्रायश्चिता प्रोसेस ऑफ अटोनमेंट चीर्णा वेरी नाइसली परफॉर्म्ड नारायण परान्मुखम अ नॉन डिवोटी न निष्पुनती कैनॉट प्यूरिफाई राजेन्द्र ओ किंग सुरकुंभम अपॉट कंटेनिंग लिकर इवा लाइक आपगा द वॉटर्स ऑफ द रिवर्स ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पट बाईस डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी श्री प्रभुपा translation my dear king as a pot containing liquor cannot be purified even if washed in the waters of many rivers non devotees cannot be purified by processes of atonement even if they perform them very well purport to take advantage of the methods of atonement one must be at least somewhat devoted otherwise there is no chance of one's being purified it is clear from this verse that even those who take advantage of karma kanda and gyana kanda but are not at least slightly devoted cannot be purified simply by following these other paths the word prayaschitani is plural in number to indicate that both karma kanda and gyana kanda narottam das thakur therefore says karma kanda gyana kanda kevala vishera bhanda This Narottam Das Thakur compares the path of Karma Kanda and Gyana Kanda to pots of poison. Liquor and poison are in the same category. According to this verse from Shrimad Bhagavatam, a person who has heard a good deal about the path of devotional service but who is not attached to it, who is not Krishna conscious, is like a pot of liquor. Such a person cannot be purified without at least a slight touch of devotional service. Thus ends the Bhakti Vedanta. so here in this verse it's mentioned that <clears throat> non devotees cannot be purified by process of atonement even if they perform them very well 
So Prabhupada in the purport mentions about Karma Kanda and Jnana Kanda. So there are many ritualistic ceremonies, so-called religious performances mentioned in the Vedas. But Prabhupada mentions here that there is no chance of one's getting purified if one performs these processes diligently, very sincerely, like here it says, processes of atonement, even if they perform them very well, unless there is a tinge of devotion or surrender to the Supreme Lord, unless there is slight touch of devotional service. We have come across many people when we preach, more so in present times. There are a lot of people who say that I am spiritual but I am not religious. Or we may come across people who say that for me work is worship. Or we may come across people who may say that I don't go to the temples, I don't worship. But I am honest, I am a good human being. And very sarcastically, basically they are referring to so-called devotees, so-called religious people who may be chanting, who may be doing all kind of so-called devotional activities, but may be corrupt, may be indulging in bribery, may be speaking lies. So referring to such devotees, they say that better I am, I may not go to temples, I may not worship, I may not chant the names of Lord, but I am honest, I am truthful, I am ethical, I don't hurt anyone, I try within my means to help others. And they actually believe that that position is superior. So it's very important for us to understand why it is important to be devotee of the Lord. Why just being a good human being is not enough. Why although superficially it appears that yes, what is the use of so-called devotion? A person is telling lies, he is you know, getting angry, the other person is calm, composed, a good human being. Sometimes we can also get bewildered. So many years he is chanting, but his behavior is like this. But the other person, you know, he doesn't chant, he doesn't go to the temple, he doesn't do any so-called, but he is very calm, he doesn't get angry, he is very, very loving, very kind, very gentle. So sometimes we may even doubt, you know, is the process really working? Am I following the right process? So let's first understand why it is important, why a devotee, why even a so-called, just like here it says, the so-called process of atonement, even if they perform them very well, even if a person is assuming not a devotee of the Lord, but he's a very nice human being, even though no matter how good he may be, ornamented with some so-called good qualities in the material mundane sense, 
he's honest he's loving he's kind he's gentle he's soft spoken he's well mannered he doesn't hurt anyone he is helpful although these qualities are considered very highly in this world which is no doubt has to be there these qualities are good we are not so to say denying the fact that these qualities are very much wanted but the most important thing is a person should recognize the supremacy of supreme lord and recognize one's subordination that i am subordinate to i am lords to me different we may not, we are not talking about being a pure devotee where a person realizes that i am krishna's whatever strength i have whatever ability i have whatever talent i have whatever i have my possessions all belong to krishna that's a very elevated stage of consciousness so being devoted means to understand the supremacy of supreme lord in some sense may not be in a pure form i belong to the lord i have to serve the lord so here it says unless one has a tinge of devotional service even the so called atonement done very nicely has of no use even the same question parikshit maharaj asked what is the use of kunjara sochavat a elephant taking bath in the river getting cleansed and then it comes out and again sprays dust on the body so prabhupad explains when one is on a material platform e bhalo e manda this is good this is bad is all mental speculation there is nothing good in that sense from absolute perspective in the material world so called goodness is also prabhupad gives example of dry stool and a wet stool it appears that dry stool one side is dry but both are stool why this element of recognition of the supremacy of the lord and we subordinate to the lord is important we see people go for shopping in malls go to a shop in malls we have unlike traditional shop where you stand across the counter and you tell the shopkeeper he picks up the items and gives you in mall when you enter you have a trolley a basket and then you keep walking in the mall freely and pick up whatever items you want traditional shops you can't pick up items you are uh, you know you can't touch items you can tell the shopkeeper he will come and give it to you but in this case you freely walk around in a shop in a mall and uh, pick up items and in case your trolley gets filled another you know sales person will say come up with another trolley you want something more so in other words he wants you to pick up items and uh, after you have picked up all the items whatever you want at the end it is expected that you recognize that these items belong to that mall and because you want to take it with you you have to pay the price 
so at the billing counter they quickly bill whatever items you have taken and you pay the price and you walk out and with great respect and uh, actually these days they are trained to treat customer like a king customer loyalty they are very happy that you have picked lot of items and they will also say thank you sir and they may even again depends they may even want you to come back again to give them more business but imagine a person who walks into that mall he also picks up items but not a full trolley or a basket just two or three items and he tries to come out of the mall without paying for it in every mall there is uh, there is a terminology they use in accounting it's called shrinkage shrinkage means you know just like clothes when you you wash it shrinks so in every mall it's understandable that there will be some shrinkage shrinkage is because of people who go and flick some items when in when we were in college so there were some friends from very rich family very rich family and not that they were dearth of scarcity of money but it was adventure for them to go into a shop and pick up some greeting card archie's greeting and the that love becomes even more you know if you picked up a greeting card for your lover and uh, with great adventure with lot of risk you know it really adds more rasa to the whole valentine day or whatever <laughs> so lot of this to do that flick the items now you see and if a person is caught there was one indigo pilot it was in the news he was in a very senior position a pilot and he you know flights layover happens when they go to a particular they flown for 16 hours 20 hours so they overnight stay there in the destination so this person in a duty free shop in the airport while coming he picked up some item and did not pay for it which later on cctv cameras captured that and finally he was removed from job he was suspended and then probably he went to the court or something like that that suspension was revoked and finally net net was he lost his job a pilot very reputed airline international flights and he lost his job so what's the difference between a person who takes items these two dif- two di- different individuals both of them are picking up items from the shop a person trolley load or many many baskets of item picks up and he walks out whereas a person just one or two items one or two items he is also picked up and he is trying to walk out without paying for it he is called a thief you see many things are common both are walking in the mall 
both are looking at items both are wanting some items both are picking some items both are coming out of the mall many things are common but what differentiates between a good customer and a thief is a person recognizes that it is his property mall's property and since i am taking i have to pay for it whereas a thief wants to enjoy that without recognizing that it is mall's and i have to pay for it that's the essential difference so likewise without a tinge of devotion devotion means being a devotee devotion means to recognize the lord if i have some ability if i have some talent if i have this body if i am able to do something if i am able to see something if i am able to lift something that ability is coming from the lord yes when a person is a pure devotee he recognizes that i am not doing anything the lord is doing everything i am just as insignificant jeeva puppet in the hands of the lord just like prabhupad when he is going to the west he is writing i am a insignificant beggar i have no power to speak i don't know how to convince them of your message that is the consciousness of a pure devotee but a materialist so called who is morally ethically upright he believes he believes that his ability is his if he is very intelligent he believes that he is intelligent in fact if he is too intelligent he becomes arrogant he becomes proud so called intelligent people at times even become atheists because they see that they are able to control things they are able to comprehend things they are able to analyze things they are able to understand things without recognizing that this intelligence is coming from the lord some people have lot of abilities some skills some talents and people glorify them for that and they really believe that yes they have done it they have made it you see any newspaper when some sports people they won some trophy or some match or something like that invariably there is some interview man of the match how did you do that so they will invariably end up glorifying no i thought no i should be very patient and i should stick on to it uh, and they glorify themselves i thought like this so i did like this and that's how it happened but so many people think so many people plan but then things don't unfold necessarily based on your planning your thinking so here prabhupad mentions that unless that tinge of devotion is there the understanding is there that i am lords whatever i have that is a different essential difference between a materialist and a devotee now devotee there's a big spectrum a pure devotee and a mixed devotee and a kanishtha adhikari and so many other things are there so here it says unless one has that tinge of devotional service recognition of the lord all is so called atonement so called karma kanda so called gyana kanda it's all kevala vishara bhanda it's all part of poison a bhalo a mando sakalara this all is mental at a mental level this is good this is bad it is from absolute perspective unless we bring lord into picture it is all bad 
so our job if we analyze what we are up to in after having joined prabhupad's mission our job is prabhupad also mentioned that this consciousness this recognition of the lord is not an artificial imposition this krishna consciousness recognition that i am lords i belong to the lord everything what i have is coming from the lord this recognition this consciousness is already there it's dormant in all of us and the reason why today we feel we see lot of people who are atheists who don't believe in god who are very hardcore materialist because this consciousness is now covered prabhupad gives another example that just like sexual desire is dormant in everyone in every child you see children boy girl they playing with, they are they are completely oblivious of they are not very even so called gender conscious because that desires have not got yet fructified that's why that age is called adolescent age 12 years 13 years 14 years then it starts dawning on them again some hormonal changes happen in the body at a biological level so how that this desires are dormant and then you don't have to necessarily go to college to learn about how to get attracted it's dormant just like at the right age in the right circumstances at the right time they start manifesting likewise this dependence on the lord this recognition of the lord this recognition that krishna is the supreme controller he is the supreme lord this recognition also starts manifesting in the consciousness when the circumstances the situation is right and that's why it is said shunvata sukatha krishna punya shravana krishna kirtana hrida antastho yabhadra all that abhadras all the dirty things which is actually covering our real knowledge if we have to uncover if we have to revive our pure consciousness krishna consciousness recognition of the lord then the process which bhagavatam is recommending is shunvata sukatha krishna we have to hear about krishna from a pure devotee of the lord nashta prayesho bhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya so what we are doing what prabhupada has recommended for all of us the morning sadhana program we are krishna conscious being amsha of the lord that recognition is not artificial if today somebody is a non devotee it's artificial his consciousness is covered his real understanding is covered his real knowledge is covered so he says otherwise there is no chance of one becoming purified if one does not hear about the lord or one does not come to that understanding he is just at the level material level being a good person atoning for what mistake he has done there are a lot of people who are you know morally very upright if they do some mistake 
they feel guilty they apologize they beg forgiveness at a material level but the real purification does not happen he still remains a non devotee so what we are doing is when we are hearing about the lord when we are doing different devotional activities devotional service our real consciousness real understanding of krishna is getting the right environment is getting created for all the dirty things to be removed and pure krishna consciousness getting awakened and in kali yuga as we all know we have heard many many times prabhupada emphasizing the process for reviving our dormant krishna consciousness is to chant the names of the lord there was one time a devotee uh, who was assisting prabhupada prabhupada used to travel extensively so there were devotees who would take turn to you know there were some secretaries and also devotees of the temple he would go and prabhupada at times would be late in the night or early mornings would be transcribing correspondence writing letters so one time early morning about 2 2:30 one devotee was waiting for shila prabhupada just outside his room prabhupada was busy uh, writing letters responding to the letters and uh, there was very dimly there was a light in the room dimly lit and this devotee was waiting outside 2:30 in the morning and uh, and the normal thing is in case prabhupad wants something he would the devotee can assist so while he was waiting and it was early morning so no noise no sound pin drop silence prabhupad dictating something on the dictaphone and this devotee was outside the room chanting hare krishna hare krishna krishna and it was so silent that prabhupad could hear what the devotee was chanting so then at one point prabhupad called the devotee and said good that you are chanting i hope you are also listening so momently if somebody tells us you know that are you listening so immediately we get into defensive mode yes 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 i listen i listen i chant nice it happened with one devotee in uh, i was speaking to him so another devotee came and told me about him that prabhu i have gone with him in the vehicle i have also heard him that he doesn't chant full mantra now this is very interesting uh, the conversation we had so he said doesn't chant full mantra i have heard him many times and he also says that his chant one round gets over in 6 and 1/2 minutes and this devotee who told me was relatively a younger devotee junior devotee so he didn't had the courage to go and tell him prabhu your chanting is not you are missing some words so in one um, conversation i called this devotee not specifically for this i was having a conversation so i told ke prabhu ji little bit be conscious uh, this is what this devotee has told please do not feel 
hurt about this thing we all are here to purify if someone points out our improvement area or mistake it's good for us otherwise how will we improve so this devotee has told me that you don't chant you know you're missing some words so first response was no prabhu in fact i have uh, you know i i very attentively chant i'm very conscious that i hear each word <clears throat> so i said okay so how much time does it take he says i said uh, he said 6 and a half minutes and he says if i chant slowly then my mind wanders therefore i chant fast and i finish it in 6 and a half minutes so then i said let's do one thing i am not here to prove that in fact it's very good if you are chanting very attentively let's do one thing just a small test so i said okay here is a stopwatch chant nine mantras full at the speed what you are chanting and let's measure again my mood was not to prove that he is wrong just to help him sometimes we all have blind spots and because of our ego we don't want to accept our mistakes or our shortcomings sometimes somebody points out we feel angry we get upset why did he complain so i said okay so we wrote uh, i said every time you complete one mantra i'll one two three i'll write down and stopwatch is there in milliseconds we'll be able to measure so i said you chant at at the fast pace whatever you are chanting so he started chanting one mantra two mantra i was noting down at nine mantra we stopped the stopwatch and nine multiplied by is how many is 108 12 so whatever number of seconds and milliseconds were there we multiplied by 12 and it came to eight and a half minutes so i told him ke see this you chanted the same speed but it's coming to 8 and a half minutes so that means if 6 and a half minutes you are finishing that means some words we are so then his response was again very interesting he says when i measure then it becomes 8 minutes but when i chant attentively then it is 6 and a half minutes <laughs> see how mind is <laughs> see i Yes, in fact, I am also conscious. I speak to many devotees. The devotees, I also take association. I, I am very. I want to improve my chanting, and I have been speaking to so many devotees. So Krishna Maharaj also came. I, I spoke to him also. I took tips on how to improve. And whenever I measure and chant, that time it's eight minutes. But when I chant attentively, it's six and a half minutes. Something like that. So he was not willing to accept. later on i told him ke see this is uh this is an improvement area be more conscious at times you can record he says whenever i record it is it is correct i'm conscious so it's a fact that so prabhupad called this devotee he says when you are chanting you should also listen so the devotee says yes prabhupad yes i i do listen after all how can you chant without listening that was the kind of although he didn't say that was his thing how can you chant without listening so prabhupad says yes when you chant 
you should listen very carefully this is the most important thing so many times we are the process which will remove all the dirt cheto darpanam marjanam the mirror which is covered with the dust we are not able to see the self we are not able to see our relationship with krishna the process in this kali yuga is to chant sarvabhauma bhattacharya when he went to chaitanya mahaprabhu after he was touched by he was transformed in chaitanya charitamrita mentioned so he goes and asks chaitanya mahaprabhu of all the devotional items or action activities which is the most important chaitanya mahaprabhu says of all the action, all the devotional activities the most important is chanting the holy names of the lord no doubt shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaran all these are important prabhupada emphasizes that any one for that matter we have examples of devotee just by listening just by chanting just by praying just by offering service they got purified but in kaliyuga specifically kirtanadeva krishnasya mukta sanga param brajet so very very important for us many times we may be there's a two different things actually we may be chanting but may not be listening we may be chanting but we may be skipping the beads we may be chanting but may not be chanting full mantra and many a times if we are not chanting attentively if we are not listening because that is a process if the process is not properly followed then the process is to help purify our consciousness that whole process will take a longer time nama bhasa and shuddha nama so we will be in a stage where we are chanting offenselessly and it will take time purification will take time and if you are not conscious at times because the progress is very slow we may feel that i am not progressing or lusty desires are still haunting me or so many years i have been chanting still i am like that only i don't see much difference all these kind of thoughts can start cropping up in the mind so in chanting so mpp and he's been talking about in his seminars on japa workshop so many of us have also heard and trying to implement few of his realization whatever he is sharing with the devotees so one may be chanting but he is not listening this is possible that's why prabhupada says when you chant listen very carefully so in one of the seminar he talks about concurrent chanting and hearing concurrent concurrent means it is not that we are chanting and once in a while we are hearing hare krishna hare krishna and once in a while our thought goes and this concurrent means our mind should be it's meditation meditation means you're focusing on something 
just like typical meditation means it's candlelight or focusing on some point it is all about focusing but in our case chanting is much more than just focusing it is serving the supreme lord who has descended in the form of holy name how do we receive that supreme lord by giving our attention how do we give attention by hearing distinctly clearly each and every word with me it used to happen that uh, sometimes you know i used to measure even now i measure uh, i chant in groups of four rounds so sometimes it generally takes 34 minutes 35 minutes 36 minutes i have noticed some days it will finish in 29 minutes so what has happened it's not that suddenly on that particular day you chanted fast quite possible because we are not listening suppose mind goes here and there you may skip the beats before the mantra is over you already move to the next beat so and it is a very big challenge more so because mind is lot of thoughts keep coming so we invariably ask when chanting time we are thinking of our service we are thinking of a service because we are not listening mind cannot have 10 thoughts simultaneously at one time just like multi processing they say multitasking even multi processors in the computer parlance although they may process millions of instructions per second but actually at one time one action is happening so mind also cannot be thinking of something and listening the hare krishna mantra cannot that means if we are getting some thoughts and we are thinking about our service that means at that moment we are not listening that mantra or that word we are not listening so chanting is is a very very powerful process it is the recommended process it is the only process which is meant to purify our consciousness in kali yuga this age is a very very kalir dosh nidhe rajan to some extent we are seeing the force of kali yuga so much of distraction so much of allurement so much of temptation high resolution you know i remember just about 4 5 years back one devotee outside ashram uh, in his phone he was watching one news channel those days you know not 4 5 little more than that so news channel aaj tak or something on his phone i was surprised oh you can see channel also on your phone you can see channel also on your phone you can and so you see how things have you can see any channel now you can see any episode anything which comes in television any time you can see so it's in that sense the distraction the amount of you know so called control we need to have mind is always curious suddenly you have heard someone speaking about something mind is curious let me go and just see what it is and it's all there some movie we missed by mistake when we were quite young houseful was there and we could not attend that movie that movie is there and mind also cheats no 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 i'll not see the only trailer i'll see 
so we are living in a very challenging times in that sense because the allurements the distractions for the senses to go berserk it's very very easy raso varjam raso piyasya param drishtva nivartate unless we experience a higher taste we will not be able to ward off by by force by will power just by sheer determination or making some resolution will not work in the long run krishna says this is krishna's instruction vishaya vinivartante nirare because we want rasa we are happiness seeking beings we want happiness we all have you know something is missing in our life and all these things are promising that do this see this eat this you will be happy you will get complete it's very alluring because we are not still purified there are temptations and it gives us a promise that if i do this i will be complete i will become happy so krishna says vishaya if you want to give up artificially will not work today morning also some devotee was speaking to me it will not work for the long run we can make resolutions we can use determination will power i will not do it there was a book i was reading and it says that when we try to follow something by sheer will power suppose we made some mistake and then because of that mistake i feel guilty and i said from tomorrow onwards from today onwards i will not do it actually we are reacting because i did something wrong out of guilt feeling momentarily i am reacting there is a problem and to solve the problem i my response is that i make a resolve that i will not do it but for 3 days 5 days 10 days i follow my resolve the problem reduces what is the problem problem which made me follow the resolve was that i am becoming lusty i broke the principle or whatever it is but after 5 days 10 days the problem becomes the problem actually led me to make that resolve the the seriousness of the problem the gravity of the problem reduces and as a result the the amount of effort we put or the resolve we made also diminishes so back to square one so for us we have no choice if we have to follow the principle strictly we have to experience a higher taste for us to experience higher taste we have to follow the regulative principle strictly for us to follow the regulative principle strictly we have to chant the holy names very attentively because if we get the higher taste we will not be we will not be like beggars suppose somebody is hungry he will eat anything because he is hungry then he doesn't care that this is cold this is hot this is nicely cooked not cooked so we are that way very hungry hungry for happiness unless we get good quality happiness which satisfies us satisfies the soul we'll be like beggars begging some material have and for that for us to chant at him so for us we have no option but to very diligently so prabhupada in one place says we have to be very sincere we have to be very eager we have to have a desire we have to cultivate a desire to improve rupagoswami talks about laulyam laulyam ekam mulyam the laulyam is that intense desire that burning desire 
many times devotees may be sleepy while chanting or they are talking while chanting and it it repeats day after day that means that element of seriousness and the desire to improve is missing one can be sleepy one day because that night didn't sleep well did not get good sleep or whatever it is one day is fine you're struggling but day after day and the person is callous about it is not serious about it something wrong and lord helps those who help themselves so we have to constantly by yena tena prakarena mana krishna niveshayet by hook or crook this way or that way we have to improve our chanting quality we have to keep trying keep trying if you are feeling sleepy put water if you that doesn't work take bath if that doesn't work do something else <laughs> i don't know what to say out <laughs> something we have to do but the last thing is they are sitting in one place and dozing and trying to this that's not how we all have to remember the body is not designed to be sleepy something we are doing wrong that's why at the wrong time the body is doing wrong things body is not designed to be sleepy if that means we have not taken proper rest that means we have not we have, we have violated some law a car is designed to run smoothly if it is not running smoothly if it is going this thing and suddenly stopping something has gone wrong so we have to be very and how do we know if that burning desire is there then we will seek association prabhu how to do i feel very sleepy what should i if the desire is not there it says that when the rain falls it falls on a ground it falls on a rock from rock rock the water slips off there is no need for water there when it's a desert it completely absorbs because need is there association also how much we are able to take benefit of association depends on how much that need is there some seminar is there on jabar you know, we are just sitting because that need is not awakened and if that need is not awakened we can beg the lord for that need to be awakened the desire to be awakened beg the lord for what we don't have people beg for material thing we can beg for krishna i don't have your devotion i don't have an inclination to improve please bless me with that i need your blessings i need your mercy so we'll stop here granth raj shrimad bhagavatam ki shila prabhupad ki jai